Welcome to the Kent Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm James White along with Sojourn Shelton, Warren Heron. Man, we had a tough weekend for our Badgers. No rivalry. We, we, didn't, we didn't handle our business like we thought we should have. But before we get into all that, we'll get more into the details a little bit. Just want to check in with the guys. It was a good weekend of college football. Some teams you know, starting to separate themselves. You know, Georgia won once again. Michigan handled business. Mm-hmm. Ohio State you know, beat down on Purdue, which is going to be a big matchup next week in the Big Ten, Ohio State, Penn State. That's going to be that's going to be a big one. There's no more, you know, cake walks. It's going to get into the, the meat and potatoes. Get real, boy. <laughs> better bring your A game because these games will matter down the line. You know, we had Colorado up 29-0, oh 22-0. And they had a collapse. Shador supposedly posting Ooh. merch on at halftime and then – you know, them giving bro, up. This generation. Bro, what, is, I didn't, what is that about? I, I, don't, I didn't even. I Literally, I, I was watching First Take this morning, uh, and I seen, you know, Stephen A. Smith talking about it. And I'm like, somebody posted a clip on your Instagram during the game, and then you lose? Like, you blow a 29-point lead? Yeah. It's, and you don't hear nothing addressed about Like, stuff like that, come on, bro, got to be addressed, yeah. right? Like. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Dion or whatever the case is, I, I, I would hope, you know, that he addressed it. But that's insane, man. And that goes back to, like, even, you know, we talked about it in our group chat. Like, you know, Tom told him, like, you know, all the, you know, the, the fancy cars and all that stuff. Like, man, get your butt in the film room. Like, that's just some of the stuff that, like, as a starting quarterback, yeah. come on, bro, you know better, you know? You sure. definitely can't have that. I mean, I get it. I mean, you- your dad, prime time, all that stuff, y'all, y'all flashing, whatnot, which is cool. I love it. I love it, but not, not during lot, the game. Can't, can't that's, a, that's, that, that's sure. extra. And then, and then you lose. Yeah. And then you lose. <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know they gonna talk about. And we ain't it, talking huh? about no like nail biter. Yeah, nah, yeah, we ain't talking bad. about no nail biter, bro. You blew a twenty, yeah, like twenty nine point lead yeah, they against Stanford, right? Like who's not playing? You they, know the best yeah. football that they would want to play right now. And they had a receiver go for like. 250 plus just in the second half. Yeah. He had no receptions he, in the first oh, half. Boy. He <laughs> going to the league. Yeah, he off way, that yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't playing the rest of the That game sent that boy to the league. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> then we have, also had Oregon, Washington, two teams Bro, coming to the Big tough. Ten next year. They, yeah. they went toe for toe. Yeah. Some good quarterback play. You know, some questionable, you know, decision making by Oregon. the yeah. Oregon coaching staff. You know, it's, it's huge PTV, teams going for fourth down and all that. that they, you know, they own 40. All that we should take points or punt the football. Can y'all just talk about how y'all? How do y'all feel about how these coaches been? Even in the NFL, mm-hmm. not just college, they just like forget it. We go, we just gonna go for it. It's kind of like Madden. Like, you know, we, we all it play is, Madden. You get, you get pissed off. You, know, you stop somebody. You know, three. It you is. think it's gonna be three and out of their own twenty yard line. It's fourth and fifteen. They convert it. But, I mean, it's not. You know, that's not really happening in, in, in college football in the NFL. But there's been a lot of coaches going for it and. You know, they're willing to take that risk. How do y'all feel about that? I, you know, I, I said that, like, I, I don't want to – I don't never want to obviously blame coaches on, you know, teams, you know, losing games. But, like you said, it's been a lot of that going on. Like, I even yeah. look at the Monday night football game last one. night. You got the ball on the one-yard line. <laughs> Why are we trying to get too tricky and do ball. certain things? with Just run the ball. If you don't get it in, you live – you know what I'm saying? You live with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the Oregon game, I'm not going to lie to you, it kind of – I was a little salty about that one. Like, I, I tweeted about it and everything. Like, because Oregon's one of the teams, like, you know, Ken will tell you guys, like, 
I'm just a believer, man. They, every year they always in a situation where they win a bunch of games, and it's always like one or two games that they, you know, that they should win that they lose, and it's like the reason why they're not uh, in the playoffs or something like that. But I just think coaches are trying to trip, you know, outsmart themselves too much, right? Like you got the ball, you know, at midfield. Um, you know, I understand if you get a first down, you know, you, you put you put Washington away. But at the same time, I think you also got to understand, like, your defense hasn't been able to stop Washington and their high-power offense at all. So you're going to, you know, you're going to take the risk of not getting it. And if they get it, they're going to score a touchdown, right? They, You know, you pretty much chalk that up and you know that. So, man, just punt the ball. And if they drive 80 or 90 and they score, you know, you can live with that. But I can't, I can't live with, you know um, – you know, just going for it at midfield and not getting it. And they're basically like putting your defense in a situation where now the finger's pointing at us, right? Like now everything is, oh, you know, you guys didn't handle your end of the bargain. And I, that's that's what I really want to see. I want to see coaches come out more and start saying like, you know what, hey, you know, that's yeah. on, you know what I'm saying? Like taking accountability. Not saying that coaches don't, but it needs to be more of that with a lot of these decisions that are being made um, in crunch time. How do you feel about the? Going forward on fourth down at your own 50, in your own territory. Like, it's mad and I'm going for it. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> no, but, no, but for real, like, you, you have seen this more and more. I mean, you like it because you see coaches trusting in their guys. Um, like, you, you want to see plays being made and things like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, not saying that coaches aren't being smart, but you got to make the smart decision. And for a game like that where you can't stop each other's offense, like I get it. They haven't been able to stop our offense. Let's see what we can do if we get the ball, we score, so on and so forth. But, like, you just you put your defense in a bad situation, you know. I mean, like so said, I would have I would have punted it. I would have punted it and just saw what they offense could do, having them drive 80 yards. You know, who knows? Somebody might panic, luck up, throw a pick, turnover, whatever it may be, three and out. You know, make them, make them go for it. They may be in a bad situation. Gives you another opportunity to score, but you always got to give yourself another opportunity. I mean, I think sometimes, like when you're in a high and when you're in a high, a high intensity game like that, sometimes it, it does force you to make calls that you probably wouldn't do in a normal game. But because that's you know conference play, that's probably who I, I can't remember if they're on same side of the conference or not. But that's probably who you're gonna play in the conference championship, things like that. Like you trying to set, you trying to set a tone, whatever it may be, or make a statement. I mean, you got you to gotta be smart. You got to be smart and save it for the end of the game, and save it for later in the game. 100%. Before we get into our game, I got to ask y'all, who do you guys think is the best player, pound for pound, you know, position for position, be quarterback, offensive line, corner, receiver, who do you think is the best player in the Big Ten? I, I'll start off. It's, it's hard. I mean, there's some, there's some talented players. For my pick – I'm gonna go with a guy from Iowa, Cooper DeGene, the corner that they have. Playmaker, He's a solid yeah. corner. He makes an impact. Playmaker, defense, create interceptions, punt returns. Boy, running down on Gunner, making plays for his football team, and obviously their team who struggles offensively. We, we see it. We will get into that in a little bit, but. Yeah, I just like the way he plays football. I mean, he's like he's not a shutdown corner, but he's gonna make plays when the ball comes his way, and he impacts the game in a multitude of ways. But who do you guys think is the the best player in the Big Ten right now? I'm gonna go. I I I just watching him. I'm gonna go Marvin, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's no it's no way around it. Like we all know, man, that kid is special. You know, at his at his position, like. He's just somebody, obviously, you know, he's going to make all the catches that you, you know, the, the tough catches. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, it's, it's Marvin, <laughs> man. I'm not even oh, yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think for me, I'm going to go offensive side of the ball. I like well, I like Blake Corum a lot. I think he's a really good running back. Yeah. I think he's doing a lot of great things for Michigan. I mean, he's shifty. He runs with power. He's a compact back. I think he can do a lot of things, catch the ball out of the backfield. I mean, he's showing me a lot of great things this year and is helping lead that offense. So, I'm going to go with Blake. Don't mind those picks at all. <laughs> Blake yeah. is dope too. I think he's sent, he's sitting somewhere yeah. at like twelve touchdowns or he's something a, like he, that. Like he's same putting up a year. crazy he year, year, right? He's, he's a baller. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and coming off injury too, and he, he balling this year. And he coming off an injury, right? Yeah. He didn't nah. play in a, he didn't play in that nah. playoff game last year, nah. did he? Got he? Hurt right Ooh. before Ohio State. He got hurt right before it. That's yeah. and they had a good backup. Donovan Edwards was a good backup. Yeah, you know, but I think yeah, for sure, he the key to that offense for sure. And and we know guys, right? Like at this level, you know, in, in college, like one or one one or two players can change the whole dynamics of a football yeah, game. Sure. And then when you get into those big games like that, like you know, being in the playoffs mm-hmm. against what they played TCU last year, um, you know, though you you always can plug him in and say like, man, if we had Blake, yeah, for sure, he would have made this play, this play. You know what I'm saying? Like it just gets so certain guys are so important to certain teams that. You know, if you miss them, man, it, it could really be, uh, you know, like from you know injury or whatever the case is, it could really hurt your team sure. as far as, you know, wins and losses at the end of the year. Now let's dive into the X's and O's. So our Badgers, we fall to Iowa 15-6. to six. I mean, this is kind of the score I was kind of predicting, hoping it was going to be us yeah. with the 15 <laughs> and them with the 6. That's what more what I was thinking, but, hey. Yeah. Got to give credit to Iowa. They they played their game. They're a team that I said they know they're shorthanded offensively. They can't throw the football. They're gonna create you know one or two big plays throughout the game. If you let them get ahead, that's you playing right into their favor. They gonna let their defense mm-hmm. handle business, which is one of the best defenses in the Big Ten. They have been over the last several seasons, and they they showed it to us offensively. No touchdowns held us to two field goals. You know our first possession was our best drive. You know of the game. You know, get the ball at like the 20-yard line, 11 plays, 81 yards, go for it on fourth down. And the guy who I spoke about, Cooper DeGene, you know, unblocked. He Good read. Good read yeah. right there. He got the nub side. You know, nobody releasing. Got two pullers. He skims it off the edge and gets Braylon in the backfield. So, it's yeah. a tough day, you know, offensively. Defense, Play I feel well. like they, they did enough. They like, well. Obviously, you held mm-hmm. them to, you know, the 15-point game with the one big play, which, like I said, I would have loved for that to have not happened, but even regardless of the fact, they did enough to win the football game. But yeah, we just just need more offensively to play to help this defense out. So, what are you guys kind of thoughts you know, on the game that happened on Saturday? Yeah, I think you hit it. You know, you hit it perfect. You know, um, our defense. I think they played well enough. You know, for us to win that game. And you know, I think we get so caught up into uh, all the points that are being scored throughout the Big Ten, throughout college football, that, you know, when we get these defensive games where, you know, the, the team that won only scored 15 points, like, we take that for granted. Like, that was a very good defensive game, uh, just an overall game for both defenses. Um, as a fan watching the game, I think, like, I, I truly – it was impressive to see from Iowa, right? Like, those are the certain things that you want to see um, in the game. I think they showed as far as, like, teams getting a long drive and being able to – you know, hunker down and hold it, you know, hold it off and only either give up three or if you go for it, you don't get nothing. You know what I'm saying? And those are the type of plays and, and impacts that 
uh, you know, a defense has to make, you know, going further on into the season. And I mean, right now they're they're in the driver's seat, you know, to to go to the, the Big Ten championship on our side. And, you know, if they keep playing the way they were playing, you know, mm-hmm. on Saturday, you know, they'll be in that game. Um, we need a lot more on offense, man. It's just kind of, you know, we've been talking about it week in and week out. Obviously, the, you know, getting the passing game uh, has been, you know, a concern of all ours. But I just feel like if we're going to run the ball and that's what we're going to stick to, we got to stick to it, right? Like, I, you know, I looked at, you know, the notes, you know, we only had 10 runs in the first half. And, you know, that's what's kind of, I guess, the gray area for me. Like, are we going to be a passing team or are we going to run the ball? But if we know that our run game is what we're leaning on and our best player is our running back, he need to, he need to touch the ball 30 times or, you know, a certain amount of times a game. So, you know, it, it's extremely tough, man. I, I won't say – uh, this was the the best week. I I for sure. Yeah, I, I I'll say it. You know, I for sure. Um, yeah, a little embarrassed, man. Yeah. You know, six, six points. points. What? Yeah, six six points. Like I, a little embarrassed, especially just for the simple fact that I know that we have the guys to be able to throw the ball and be able to to run the ball at an efficient and a successful rate and. For us to be in what what week six seven like we're not doing that you know and there's no way around it you know I'm not trying to roughen anybody's feathers I'm just calling a spade a spade, um, but uh, I I just think over time man we just got to continue to just work on the issues that I'm sure not only that we know but I'm sure everybody in the building knows and you know we'll you probably get it together. Warren, what's your thoughts on the on the game offensively defensively? I mean I think it was. You know, from a defensive standpoint, I think we play a really, really good game. To only give up one touchdown, you know, the rest of them, you know, holding them to field goals, I mean, 15 points, you can't be upset at that. I mean, you're going against a team that, you know, and hats off to Iowa. I mean, for as long as we've known Iowa, they've lived and died by the same thing, great defense and running the mm-hmm. ball. You know, I don't think I've ever seen Iowa be a great passing team. I mean, I think they've been decent, you know, in some years past. But mm-hmm. they've done the same thing, have never changed. And I think that's one of the things that, has helped them win during this kind of year where they may not have all the pieces is because they stick to what they've done for so long. I think for us on the defensive end to be able to, I think we had like nine TFLs as a team. Like, that's good. Like, guys flying that's around, good. getting yeah. in the backfield, yeah. playing the run hard, knowing what that, knowing that's what they're going to do. You got linebackers. You got safeties coming down, making plays. Like, I, that was fun to watch. I mean, we had like five or six like pass deflections, so we played really good coverage. I think again, you know, like we've talked about, you know, week after week, it's figuring out the passing game. And again, like not, you know, not trying to down on our team, but you know, it, it was embarrassing. Like to only be able to put up six points. Like I've, I don't think I've ever seen us, aside from a game that I ain't gonna speak about, not put up more than. Why is your heart hurts my heart? Oh, yeah, we, we see the way. Yeah, hey, bro, I, get, I, have, I have a bad memory. memory. I have PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but like aside from that I don't think I've ever seen us not score a touchdown like just punching the ball into the end zone and you know we talked about it a little bit during the game like having that long drive where we stalled out at the end you know went for it on fourth down you know we talk about going for it on fourth down like I think that's you know for you know for me I think that's a time where we do take the points you know and 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 figure it out next drive but you know love that the coaches trust our guys and whatnot I mean you got to continue to do that to give them the confidence but we have to figure it out on offense you know figure out our identity our identity and I don't think we figured that out yet I think there was a couple of games over the last couple weeks where we knew we were going to run the ball and that's what we were going to hang our hat on but I don't think we've done it consistently enough to just say that's our identity so we're still trying to figure that out 
Yeah, I, I feel you. I think we definitely got lean into the run game mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like I, that first drive, the passing game was there. Mm-hmm. Took some, yeah, it took was some working. Down the field, Bryce Green had a heck catch. of a catch over Cooper, Cooper to Gene. It looks like it was going, but it's kind of how it's been all year long. You see flashes for it, then it kind of disappears a little bit. It's just very inconsistent. Like I said, whether it's you know having the same three receivers on the field consistently throughout the game and just mixing other guys in, you know when guys get tired or. You know, find what routes guys run best. You know, whatever it is, you just got to find yeah. a way to get it going. And, like, now, obviously, you know, Tanner goes down before halftime, has a hand injury. I mean, it wasn't pretty on offense even before, you know, he got hurt. You know, Braden Lott comes to the game. I thought he looked decent to start start the game a little bit. Then the pressure kind of the started to rise mm-hmm. a little bit. They started getting some shots. So he, he took yeah. a – he took a few good he shots. Sat in there he made some completions, too. Yeah. <laughs> that safety. Well, that, that one yeah, ain't yeah, took yeah. us. I was – I, I yeah, can't yeah. even be mad at him for losing the rock. Like he took, some, he took some big shots. Like I thought he he held his own being thrown in a tough position. You know, rivalry game, good defense. You haven't played mm-hmm. you know all year long. That's 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 a hard spot to be in. But now I'm sure he's going to be the guy. So he's got some reps in there. You went up against a a very very good defense. You kind of move forward from that, and now he has to build chemistries chemistry with the receivers there. And obviously that may take a game or two to figure that out because he's I say he hasn't necessarily got the reps yeah. with those guys. But overall, like we talked about a defense, Iowa punted ten times, had nine first downs, three and out on eight possessions, you know, sixty eight yards in the second half. So just when you look at like some, You're supposed to win that yeah, game. Yeah, You're those supposed to win. You think we coming out with a victory, man, but I said Iowa. They they played that field position game. Their punter was bro. That punter's nice. On the twenty yard line, he yeah. booting it all the way to our twenty yard mm-hmm. line. Get like a five yard sixty return, yard so. net punts and junk. That's see, that's the that's that complimentary football. Like I said, we don't know our identity on offense. Iowa clearly does. They know they can't score a football. The defense is taking more of an onus. Special mm-hmm. teams are taking more of an onus, and they're gonna win by any means possible. So offensively, I think we just have to figure out. What we do well right now, that's running the football. So getting some more it's, creative yeah. plays to you know get bringing the ball in space without getting defenders in the backfield. I think that's going to be huge for us, man. But now let's jump into the scouting report. Okay, so this week got Illinois. Illinois is a three and four football team. I don't know if you guys have seen much of them so far this year, but they they haven't looked. They just the came greatest. off a win, right? They. They they just yeah. came off a win against Maryland. Yeah, that's the first FBS week. win this year. They they've only beaten they beat Toledo, FAU, and those two games they very easily could have lost. But I know if you guys see Maryland, Maryland's a pretty, a pretty good. good football team. They, Illinois they, played well. Yeah, I watched Maryland's game, a solid yeah. team. I watched the game yeah, last so, week. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's that's an impressive win, win so, for you know, Illinois. They, I say <laughs> you get one, you kind of start to build a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. That snowball and, effect. They're, they're rolling so. It's going to be a tough matchup for a backup quarterback. I said their team, their offensive line isn't the greatest, but I said they got their running game going last week against Maryland. Their quarterback did a pretty decent job, so it's it's going to be a fun matchup. Let's get to the keys to getting the win versus Illinois, getting back in the win column. You know, Illinois last week, you know, they beat Maryland 27-24. That's their first, you know, win against an FBS school. They've been struggling this year, but to – Get a win like that against a very good Maryland football team. That just goes to show they're trending in the right direction. You know, we're getting banged up a little bit, and we're trying to get back on track. It's going to be a tough football game. They beat us 34-10 to last year at home. I said they have, you know, former Badgers mm-hmm. on the coaching staff, Brett Bielema. We all well, so just miss, miss 
Coach B, but he recruited you. Got Aaron Henry, defensive coordinator. Got Yo-Yo Finellas, Antonio Finellas, coaching Indeed. DBs. You got you know, Tuan Jamison coaching, you know, defense line, also helping with the defense. So there's a lot of familiarity mm. there. So they're, they're going to be geared up and ready to go for this football game. You know, you always want to beat, you know, a team that you used to play for or you used to coach for. There's also, you're going to, players get up for those games, sure. but they try and, you know, play for their coach. So what do you guys think is going to be the keys to win versus Illinois? Um, obviously, I mean, it, it started on the old side of the ball, right? But we got to get our quarterback just a little bit comfortable yeah. and getting him right throughout the week just so that, you know what I'm saying, you can go out there and play a good game. You know, I, I think all of us, um, we've seen some flashes, some throws from him uh, this past Saturday in the Iowa game. Uh, as the game progressed, you know, Iowa, con- they, they end up blitzing him and putting him in some situations where you can kind of heat him up. So I think now that he understands and knows, like, all right, this is what I'm expecting to face. These are the things that our teams are going to try to do against me to, you know, kind of rattle me and put me in some um, situations where it's not kind of made for me to win. Um, he'll be able to, you know, just calm down and play the game and just go through it. And I think it really starts with him, right? We got to get him on board and just get him calm and, you know, for him to be able to make plays. And, and I think that's what's the key to victory, our offense. But it flows through him. It starts with a Q. Yeah, for sure. Warren, offensively, they have a quarterback, Luke Altmaier. He is, he might be tied for the most interceptions in all yep, the college football. So he's, he struggled. Their offensive line has struggled last week. They did a little bit better, but he still had one interception. They got their running game going a little bit. So defensively, what do you think? is going to be the key to slowing down their offense. They have they have a receiver, Isaiah Williams. He's talented. Isaiah Williams. He's a former quarterback. He's a, he's a playmaker mm-hmm. for him. They have some other guys, too, like Pat Bryan, Casey Washington, some guys who can, you know, make some plays in one-on-one situations. It's been very inconsistent, kind of like, you know, our offense a little bit. They have some spurts where they make some plays mm-hmm. in the passing game, and then you have times where it's just turnover heavy, constant pressure on the quarterback. So what do you think we can do defensively to slow them down? Uh, I think for us, um, I think we've done a really good job week after week of getting better, especially on the back end. So I think, you know, heating up the QB, heating them up, making them force mistakes. I mean, like you say, he's tied for, you know, number one in in most interceptions thrown. So making him just, you know, fall into some mistakes, you know, heat them up, get some pressure on them. Uh, Like I said, DBs have been doing well on the back end. So I think the keys is just keeping them off, trying to keep them off the scoreboard while our offense gets comfortable. Offense just needs to keep it simple. Yeah, 100%. That's for me. You got to get Bray and Locke comfortable in there, get them some easy throws, mm-hmm. get them going. Obviously, get the run game going, make some play action in there. But defensively, there's going to be some turnover opportunities. There's going to be some pressure opportunities there. Got to get to the quarterback when the ball comes your play, kind of like how Ricardo has been doing you know, yep. these last several mm-hmm. weeks. Just make those plays. Get, you know, get the offensive short field. Get, get Braylon some, some confidence. You know, being this in this first game, starting on the road against a Big Ten West opponent. These are these are the, this is a huge football game because obviously Iowa has the the tiebreaker edge on us. They're number one in the division. If we can win this game, and obviously we all know what's gonna what games coming up the week after that. So that's gonna be very confident or a confidence booster, especially for you know Braden Locke. He's gonna need the confidence going up against an Ohio State defense mm-hmm. after this. That's gonna be extremely tough. So. Hopefully we can get this run. It's gonna be any anytime you play a Big Ten opponent, especially when you're playing a former coach and some some former players, it's gonna be tough. But I think it's a very winnable game for us. So hopefully the Badgers get a dub. But that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe. Got more exclusive content coming to you. Let's go. We got some big stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some good content coming soon.